Good evening, and thank you for tuning in to this week's devotional. I'm going to bring a very simple thought from a verse in Paul's letter to the Romans. And it's not going to be some profound insight. It's not going to be a message that you've never heard before. But it is something we need reminding of, especially given the way things are at the moment. I could be wrong about this, but my sense is that people in our community are really struggling to be civil with each other. Perhaps they're struggling with that more than they ever have before. Uh, The pandemic and the ever-changing list of restrictions has brought out some of the worst aspects of human nature. Uh, Before COVID became part of our everyday lives, uh, people seemed to be better able to keep a lid on their frustrations. Uh, They were more tactful in expressing their opinions. Uh, There seemed to have been more graciousness in general. But now... Uh, We've all heard stories of people being treated without common courtesy and without common sense. We've heard stories of people being abused for wearing a mask or for not wearing a mask, for being vaccinated or for not being vaccinated. Maybe uh, we've been on the end of some of this uncivil behaviour. I've heard reports of instances where total strangers have felt completely entitled to approach a person and express their opinions in very strong terms. That probably wouldn't have happened 18 months ago. Something has changed. As I said, the pandemic has brought out some of the worst aspects of human nature. And it's sad. Uh, There is a very courteous and efficient young woman who works at a local cafe that I frequent, and it was sad to hear her talk about the abuse she has received. No one deserves that when they're simply trying to do their job. I have no doubt that much of what we're seeing stems from people feeling fatigued and frustrated and fearful. I get it. When we're dealing with these things, we find it harder to be courteous and kind. We find it more difficult to respond with grace when things don't go our way, when we're contending with disruption and disappointment. Fatigue, frustration and fear also make it harder to relate to people with whom we disagree. Uh, How much harder is it to disagree respectfully with your spouse or uh, with a work colleague when you're tired or when you're anxious? How much harder is it to be civil and gracious? It's almost impossible. I think we understand why we are witnessing this decrease in common courtesy and respect and maybe given the circumstances we shouldn't have expected things to be any different. But that said, our experience should be different within the family of God, in the relationships we have in the church. As Christians... Our life together should always be marked by courtesy, by civility and by graciousness. In fact, we should find in our life together as the body of Christ respite from what we experience out there in the world, 
The church should be an oasis of respect and kindness. Now, this doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. We don't, and we won't, and the New Testament acknowledges this. There are matters that we have to agree on, matters that are central to the Christian faith that are definitional, and there are matters over which we have the freedom to disagree, uh, matters that should not come between us, that should not, not divide us from each other. And we have whole sections in the book of Romans and in the book of 1 Corinthians that set out how we are to deal with our differences. I'm not going to get into those texts in this talk. Instead, I want to share with you the exhortation that underpins all of that teaching. How do we stop divisiveness and the nastiness out there in the world from finding its way into our relationships? How do we preserve courtesy and kindness and graciousness within the family of God? How do we disagree and yet still have the kind of fellowship that encourages us and builds us up? The key is given to us in Romans chapter 12, verse 16a. The Holy Spirit, via the pen of the Apostle Paul, says this, Be of the same mind one toward another. I'll read it again. Be of the same mind one toward another. Now this doesn't mean that we are to have the same opinions or the same preferences or even the same politics. That's not the idea here. Rather, we are to be of the same mind toward each other. That is, we are to have the same mindset, the same attitude towards each other. I am to look at you and think about you in the same way that you are to look at me and think about me. We might have differing opinions on many subjects, but we ought to see each other in the same way if we are followers of Jesus. So what is this mindset? How should we see each other? Well, first of all, and this applies to everyone that we interact with, we need to see each other as being made in the image of God and therefore inherently worthy of dignity and respect. To be rude or unkind to another human being is to offend against the one whose image that person bears. This is the most fundamental consideration that should shape the way we think about others. The fact that they bear the image of God. But I don't think this is what Paul was getting at in our verse. Rather, he was talking about having a mind towards others that has been shaped and is continuing to be shaped by the gospel by our knowledge of Jesus Christ and by our personal experience of his salvation. This is the mind that Paul talks about earlier in those famous verses that open this chapter. Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, 
and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. A mind, a way of thinking, a way of seeing others that is being renewed, renewed by an ever-deepening understanding of our salvation in the Lord Jesus Christ. A mind that is being renewed by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. The Christian with this mind sees other Christians as they see themselves. As being flawed, sometimes failing, and yet forgiven. They see others as fellow recipients of divine grace and mercy. They see other believers as being loved and accepted by God. In essence, they see others through the lens of the cross. And that makes all the difference. This is what keeps us humble. This is what enables us to be courteous and kind and gracious. The cross keeps the nastiness out. Now we want, we really want the church to be a place of safety and respite from the bitterness and the division that's sadly taking hold in our community. We want the church to be a place of joy and of encouragement. A place where we can even disagree occasionally and still rejoice with one another and know that we are welcomed and loved. It will be such a place if we have the same mind one toward another. May it be so. Amen.